Hey everyone, welcome to Hashtag Real Life. Abby and Danielle here. At Hashtag Real Life, we want to bring the essence of conversations back into our day-to-day lives. We want to tell the stories of the people around us with no topic off the table. Our hope is to create a safe space for ourselves, guests, and our listeners, all while bringing our authentic selves to create rambling but beautiful content. Now, let's talk about some stuff. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Hashtag Real Live. <laughs> yes, we're back. We're back, it's Abby. And this is Danielle. And hopefully uh, armchair expert never hears that I totally copied that intro from them. <laughs> oh, I forgot that that was actually their intro. I yeah. didn't even, Whoa, I didn't even welcome, catch welcome. on. I didn't yeah. even catch on to that. Well, <laughs> I, haven't I, listened, I haven't listened to that one in a while. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I haven't either. Mm-hmm. Uh like I've said before, that was kind of celebrity interviews or my entry into podcasts. And now I'm just all over. Yes. You're now you're listening to people, just random people now, instead of fully celebrities, people, true crime, learning more. I'm also doing audiobooks, So then that's in the mix. That's just mm-hmm. a lot of content coming in. Yes. <laughs> um. Oh, okay. Speaking of that, when you were talking about uh, celebrity podcasts, so do you, Pick so this kind of reminds me of the whole like whatever I'll get to my point. So (laughs) do you when you watch listen to podcasts, do you like pick a celebrity and then you're like, ooh, they were on this podcast. Now I want to listen to them on this podcast kind of thing. I mean, in the sense that I go from different podcasts to different podcasts. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't like I know people who literally just listen to one podcast from start to finish and then do another podcast. I definitely yeah. I don't do that. I go around, but it's not necessarily always the same interviewee. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, I'm saying in the sense of like, let's say, um, we'll say Will Smith, for example. Okay. Since okay. he's like one of your faves. So like if I know. Will Smith problematic. was on- I never thought, never thought <laughs> right. it'd be problematic. So Will Smith was on the armchair expert podcast would you then be would you then say to yourself okay I love Will Smith I want to listen to another podcast that Will Smith is on that's yes. what I mean yes I have yes I definitely have searched uh names and like oh what podcasts are they on or what podcasts of mine that I follow are they also on and go from there I've done that with a bunch of the RuPaul yes yes uh, so Nice. Yeah. That was my, my question. And my little weird tangent in between that was like (laughs) my aunt, she does with TV shows or with movies, like she'll go through phases where she has like, again, like the Will Smith thing where it's like, okay, I'm on a Will Smith kick and I'm going to watch all of Will Smith movies or like, I'm going to see a bunch of like shows. Yeah. Yeah. So that was just, I was asking about like podcasts to see if that like holds true the same. Is that what you do? No, I don't. So I was just I was just wondering if other people did that, like for sure. But yeah. I know <laughs> I need them- to I need to get back to listening to podcasts that are like my job and career specific, like eating disorders, body image and stuff. Cause it, I now solely do just like ones that are entertainment right now. Yeah. I'll phase in and out. But why do you feel like you need to listen to ones about your job though? If you're like, so inundated with your job, like so much and learning all But I learned, <laughs> I know we could probably talk about the, who knows, who knows why Danielle. <laughs> Let me therapize you, Abby. Are you ready? <laughs> no, <laughs> always, always for you, girl. <laughs> yeah, no, I, and again, back to your thing that you're saying about people who listen to podcasts from start to finish. 
I do listen to podcasts with Serge Finish, but I also do that with multiple podcasts. So I like. Yes, I do as well. Like, mm -hmm. remember, I'm the one who will, if I get a new podcast, I'll I'll be the person who will sometimes go back to the very beginning and like Mm -hmm. listen all the way up the ladder, which is really intense. But some I do, some I don't. (laughs) Some I do, some I don't. It just depends. So, Mm -hmm. you know, always and I'll even like one of my favorite things is to just like look for new podcasts even though I have a bajillion that I already listened to like oh what else is out there there's always Mm -hmm. something new that's interesting I'll add it add it to the queue uh so sometimes like searching for the next thing is almost more fun (laughs) but same with library books I feel like getting the books is more fun I know this is sidetracked but I finally just got lessons in chemistry I was like oh, on yes. like a, a 20 week wait for in my library and I, I just got it this, this is the book we're doing for our book club everybody mm-hmm. uh and I'm reading it and it's so far really good I know I still have to get it I'll get it like today or tomorrow I gotta read it in like a week basically it's fine we got we'll just we'll pu- pump all I, in all the information pump all pump all the information yeah I was trying to finish like some audiobooks and but I was just trying to finish a lot of things and so oh I did. And then all of a sudden I looked at my library, like, uh, I have it on the Kindle, like that's mm-hmm. was the soonest I could get it. And the last I saw it was like a 15, whatever week wait. I'm like, oh, I'm never going to get it in time. And then it popped up. So a bunch of people must've just like deferred. Mm. So I was like, okay, cool. Man. Yeah. It's a really long wait for mine as well, but really guys, this was not the reason why <laughs> this is not the topic that we were going to talk about today. <laughs> We love random, <laughs> but we, you know, we hope you enjoy a good book or a podcast. Obviously you do if you're listening to us. So <laughs> maybe that was, and you're listening thing. to the best. Yes, exactly. Well, I don't know. Abby and I thought about talking about jobs today. Well, and because it just sparked, uh, like Danielle, again, it's always just perfect timing because Danielle and I will be talking about something right before we record and we're like, we should talk about that. <laughs> like, why not? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so we really try to make it authentic as possible. Here I go explaining things. Uh, uh, Danielle will laugh and she is. Um, but I was laughing. I think we got, got onto the topic because I was saying how today I went and had to get a drug test for a new position. Again, always, always doing new things when I moved to Iowa. So I'll talk more about that at a future date when I have more to give, but had to do a drug test. And then that was really funny. And we were just saying like, oh yeah, like this job I had to get drug tested for, but this one I got fingerprinted. And then we just started going down funny rabbit holes of funny stories. And I was like, wait, 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 we should talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. Because I mean, the other reason why it's, it's just funny to talk about jobs is obviously everyone has had a silly first job, a silly first job, silly second job, or just what just random funny stories job that happen yeah. yeah exactly and I think it's it's it, it's funny for us too because we've been in such different positions throughout our working careers you know so it's always just hilarious I guess <laughs> yeah so the job you were telling me about Danielle was that your first job or that was just a random job you had when you were no nice? that was a random job so I was what I was explaining to Abby is when I worked at Menards so which is anyone, so funny <laughs> yeah so if anyone doesn't know that I worked at Menards 
Um, I worked at Menards when I lived in Mason City. It was actually my freshman year of college when I worked there. And um, yeah, so I mean, it was pretty funny. I mean, Mason City, like we talked about, isn't super, super big. But I mean, obviously, it has some of the main staple areas. And especially since it's in the middle of the Midwest, they have this staple fleet farm, Menards, you know, all the all the stuff for, all you know, stuff. home I just, I'm thinking and- of like, 18, 19 yeah. year old Danielle working at Menards. It's just really funny. Yes. Too. Yes. I mean, I worked, I mean, it, again, it adds very much to my trajectory of life because I mean, I worked in the customer service area. I was a cashier and I worked in the garden center. So <laughs> I was, excuse me. So sorry. <laughs> so I was doing things creatively and also from a customer service standpoint. So, I mean, it goes hand in hand with everything that I've done in my life essentially yeah. in some way, shape or form, but Yeah. And so I was saying how I had to get a drug test there. And the funny thing about that job, I do have to say when it came to raises, we literally got, I think like, I mean, obviously this is way back when, but we got like a 10 cent raise or something like that, like every three months. And they also gave you, this is the funny thing. Okay. This, this, anyone who's worked at a, a Menards will laugh at this, but we, our uniform was either those little blue polos that like said Menards on them, or we could wear t-shirts that said Menards on the Menards on them. And they're basically like NASCAR t-shirts. They're like Jeff Gordon, like Menards NASCAR. So again, that just like adds to the narrative of Iowa and just, I don't know, just the stereotype, I guess, if you will. But that was what we could wear. Like it was either like we wore a polo or we wore we wore our nard shirts, and it was just really really funny. And um, yeah. And so when we every three months or every four months or whatever, we would get our ten cent raise, and then we also got like little cars that were like I don't know. Again, okay, was Men- <laughs> little race cars like was, was Menards partnering with NASCAR because like you're talking I about think- Jeff Gordon and then yeah, this car. I think it was like NASCAR and like trucks like I think it was like a whole thing with all of it where it was just bless you where it's just kind of like an overall arcing thing I don't really know I don't really remember all of what it was for but and I think it was also again just for like America you know what I mean because like Menards (laughs) that's what Menards is like all about (laughs) I will say I hate it like my grandpa loved going to Lowe's Home Depot and Menards And if, again, when I was little, it was me, my mom, my grandma, my grandpa, that we would go to Des Moines and I hated getting drug around Menards. It was so boring to me. And (laughs) yeah, just imagining like, it's just funny imagining you working there. Yeah. I mean, I didn't mind it. Like I actually like, because I think for me, one, I really love I mean, granted, it's not like my apartment is, you know, the <laughs> the most beautiful place the in the cat's entire world. pajamas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not like, you know, decorated to the nine. But I love like home improvement. Thing. Like I like seeing things come together, you know. So I think for me, being at Menards was cool because I got to see people show up and be like, oh, I'm going to rearrange my bathroom or, you know, I'm putting in this new tile for this. And like people in the garden center would come in and be like, oh, I need like new mulch for my playground. You know what I mean? Like it was just, it was cool because I could just like envision like what, 
what their homes were going to look like or what their house, you know, or what their offices are going to look like. Cause it was cool because that's what, and there's like millions of doorknobs and paint and like, it's so it makes my head cool. hurt. So many, oh my gosh, I love the, it. the section with all the lamps and lights. I just oh remember gosh. walking through and being like, just pick one like <laughs> oh my god I love it I just and the thing is is I won't pick one I just like looking at everything like I just like being oh. like wow like this is what this could look like and this is oh my gosh and and then I just imagine like what things could be and like I don't know it's it's, <laughs> it's the same as like why I like office office depot places because then it's like all the office supplies and it's like oh my gosh this is how cool I'm like I told you, I'm a weird human being. When it comes I mean, I like Target for that reason, like office supplies and yeah. getting things. But uh, yeah, I never worked at a home improvement store, which is probably a good thing. But my very first job was at uh, like a five and dime store in my home, in my small hometown, Perry, Iowa. It's still there, but it's called something different. It was Ben Franklin's, but now it's called Ben's five and dime. Mm-hmm. So just like this tiny, just, you know, small town store that had everything. And then downstairs it had a bunch of fabric. So I had to cut fabric for people um, when they came in sometimes, or like, I also had to, we had a key, like key copier. I remember having to make keys for people, mm-hmm. but then like, we also had random toys, candy, like in the Tutti Fruities, you could buy one yes. for a penny. So like people would just like grab out of all these jars, like different. And I would have to count how many candies they have. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, It was also my first job and uh, my first job I got fired from. Oh no. (laughs) It was a complete misunderstanding. Uh, And again, I was only 14, 15 at the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Minimum wage at the time in Iowa was $5 and 15 cents. Not wild, five dollars. That is that is wild. And, and it's only Iowa's minimum wage is still only seven twenty five to this day. That's 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 asinine, is what that is. Yeah, and apparently this just came out a few days ago that the Iowa House or the Senate uh, just pushed through like allowing like different child like. Uh, uh, child labor laws like so they're gonna allow 14 year olds to work till 9 p.m and some mm-hmm. overnights it's like it, there's just a lot there probably not enough for this podcast but <laughs> lots of things to unpack <laughs> a lot of systemic things to unpack um yeah uh but yes I got fired because I said I had to have a weekend off for a dance competition being my first job I thought oh I just told them I do- I'm not working so I'm not working Mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. realize I had to verify the schedule. Yeah. I was on schedule. And then that was literally my first, like, I didn't even get written up. It was just like, you aren't taking this job seriously. Or you're fired. <laughs> oh gosh. That's no good. And perfectionist Abby, you can tell, like, just imagine how heartbroken and like to the core I took that. Oh yeah. I would have, I also would have been like, what? <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> it was, it was so, there was no discussion like mm-hmm. of why. And I had just said, like I said, I needed that day off. And again, there was a maturity, like not saying, like not realizing I needed to uh, check the schedule. And you know, this is why getting a job 
when you can, like early on, then you learn these things. So you don't make these mistakes when you're in your twenties or thirties. Right. Mm-hmm. But also there's still people who are in their twenties or in their thirties that still do things like that. <laughs> right. No, I, I actually did talk about that with, at a recent job with like mental health, uh, therapists and the dietitians. It's like, man, the people who have just skated by in jobs and workforce, whereas I'm over here, like bust my butt. I'm like, man, I could have just been skating by and not causing myself that much stress. Apparently, yes. and no, I mean, there should be like some hard work ethic, but also it shouldn't take over your entire life. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> yeah. It, my first job was babysitting. So my first job wasn't like actually at a place place, but I babysat some of our neighbors and like, that was really fun. Got to hang out with the kiddos and like eat some food, watch, play games. I mean, again, regular things that I like love to do and like uh, <laughs> got I only the kids to go to bed. Once, and that's why I never thought I would like enjoy being a mom because yeah. like, I got annoyed with the child. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, I think I did it twice, but for two different families. Yeah. But like, I just, I remember getting into like an argument with a child, like just annoyed. <laughs> and it was like my friend's little sister. It was like nothing bad happened but I just remember being like upset that she wasn't like listening to me and I was trying to like enforce some rule who freaking knows right but I remember at that time being like I'm never babysitting again like this is not for me (laughs) and here I am (laughs) you know I think there's a difference between your child and others people's child or child's children (laughs) You know, yeah, that was true. <laughs> that was true. That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. I, how old were you when a babysat? Um, oh my gosh. I think I was like 11 or something like that. I want to say maybe 11, 12, something. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that makes, that makes sense. I think. Yeah. I can't exactly remember my age, but I think yeah. I was like, yeah, I think I was like 13. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was 13 or 14 when I babysat. It definitely wasn't my first. I think I had already worked at this Ben Franklin's. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah. Either way, early teens. Yeah. Maybe I was like 13, maybe 12 or 13. I can't remember exactly remember what age I was. But it was for like our neighbors. Like I mm-hmm. helped babysit like two different sets of families. And there's like our neighbors. So I wasn't like going too far. But it was still like, yeah. Yeah, it was fun. It was a good time. <laughs> yeah. And of course you've talked about, you've worked in all facets of retail. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think the funniest, I'm trying to think of some really funny stories. I mean, when I worked at a grocery store, uh, it, it was just a store infamous for funny moments. So, I mean, we had a naked man run up on our roof uh at the store that was pretty funny uh (laughs) um yeah just like I don't know the the show Superstore I think is the perfect example of like what working retail is and what Mm -hmm. customers will do that are ridiculous but it is true uh that show Dee and I loved watching because we would just laugh because it it truly was yeah or or you were talking about uh 
what you had like uniforms. Mm-hmm. I think the most ridiculous uh, uniform like requirements I've ever had was when I worked at Hickory Park in Ames. Oh, that yeah. Probably was the, it was, so it's this barbecue place in central Iowa, if you aren't familiar with it, um, or at Iowa State, excuse me. And I mean, the food was cheap and then I got a discount. It was, that was bomb. But the uniform requirements, so they told us you had to wear baggy khakis and then you get like a polo and they were, they came in all different colors that said Hickory Park. I came in with like super baggy pants and this would never fly today. <laughs> the supervisor came up to me, grabbed my pants just under my butt and was like, they're not loose enough. Oh boy. I had to wear old khakis of D's. Like I had to wear man's men's pants and then have a belt to cover because it had to be loose that you could not see my butt like it had to be just flat (laughs) yeah like again if you have a butt that doesn't mean that you're gonna fit it just oh right so that in my mind was the most I'm like why I mean that's just like intense that's very very intense one like them like touching you like two like that's so intense yeah (laughs) thankfully it was because I mean maybe I should I won't say that but um (laughs) there were just some interesting management practices there uh is what I will say Mm -hmm. and uh, I wasn't even, I mean, I was a serve, what do they call it? a serve assist, but I worked mm-hmm. in the ice cream fountain too. Yes. <laughs> that was fun. Got to make, I, I had to memorize, memorize the ice cream. Like I had to take a test for this job, <laughs> memorizing the menu. Uh, but then I also helped like serve to tables. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it was fun. And I, man, I walked, I mean, I walked so much obviously at that time, right. but yeah, that was probably the weirdest uh, uniform requirements I've ever had. And especially for like that kind of a job. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wouldn't say, I don't think I've ever had weird uniform requirements. I mean, when I worked at Ryman Gardens, so like in Ames, when I worked in Ryman Gardens, I was, I did like on the catering side. And so obviously, I mean, I feel like the uniforms just like basic, like catering stuff. I mean, I had to wear like black pants black shoes, like a white button up. And I had like a little bow tie. Um, and then, yeah, like that was kind of that. <laughs> but I mean, like, I feel like that's the most like uniformed because then I feel like all the rest of my jobs, I mean, I guess like all my like clothing retail jobs. I mean, you had, you did have like specific things that you were supposed mm-hmm. to wear to like be the part essentially. Right. You know? I mean, like I obviously couldn't like when I worked at Express, like you couldn't wear any other jeans besides Express. Um, when I worked, yeah, you couldn't wear any other jeans. And then you really weren't supposed to wear like certain, um, like all places you couldn't wear any different types right. of clothes, you know. Um, Which that's like, I mean, that is kind of similar cr- across. I've never worked like clothing retail, but that, yeah, I've always known like, oh yeah, if you work at Maurice's, you wear Maurice's clothes or mm-hmm. I, mean, I guess you could probably get away a little bit different with like if you're at a Macy's or a Von Mauer but right and I mean like not all retail places are exactly like that I mean like obviously and Express has loosened up a lot on different things I know that and like some clothing stores have because I mean I know um what was it I know like Hollister and yeah yeah, like when Hollister is around or even when I mean it's still around obviously um uh, all saints I know like those stores like you literally have to wear like every <laughs> I don't know what all saints is 
I knew as soon as I said it, I was like, understand. <laughs> it's a clothing store. But anyway, <laughs> um, you have to wear you have to wear everything like top to bottom, mm-hmm. like what that is. And like, and some, I know at one point in time, um, you had to wear like the men, like even had to wear like the underwear that it was like, it was like, okay, whole... that's intense. Mm-hmm. Like, like who's going to check? Sorry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was like a whole thing. So, I mean, but so some retailers, like, especially if they're more like luxury retailers are more like that, where you truly do have to wear But the thing that's different is in the U.S., if they have, if in a clothing store, if they have you wear like a specific uniform, um, they have to, um, they have to provide like laundry, like laundry service for it kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So that's where like people kind of get away with the whole like, oh, you know, you have to wear a baggy type of khaki, but it's like your khaki. Like they're not giving it to you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or like, oh, you have to wear your own white button up or your own black shirt, you know? Yeah. Because um, like when I worked at Barber, like they had a uniform in the UK, but they like actually like cleaned it and laundered it. For that's them. cool. Whereas, more, fan- like, more fancy than like a restaurant. Yeah. Right. Whereas like, yeah. But then. I'm curious, have you ever gotten a job that you knew you were completely unqualified for and you worked there anyway? Um, no, I don't think so. Okay. Well, the only but reason I, I'm sure I'm ready for this. Well, and I'm not saying that in like a cocky way. I'm just saying, well, no, like, no, yeah. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think I've, yeah, I don't think I've ever applied anywhere that I didn't think I was qualified for. Or like, I wasn't like, I know I can do this, you know? Well, same, but at, at Iowa State for the summer, I worked at like a summer youth fitness mm-hmm. camp and like one, it was a lot of fun. It was like, I think what, two, three months of playing with kids, basically. Like it was basically doing physical education with kids, but yeah. I applied to teach dance mm. and I, uh, one of the girls who was on the Iowa State dance team got that position but then they're like oh hey like would you be able to teach gymnastics to like little like to young kids I'm like okay that like can't be that like somersaults and like right right but I remember being like I've never taken gymnastics in my life like I don't (laughs) feel very qualified thankfully there was like another dude who like could do like flips and stuff but I wasn't doing that with any of these like children right but I had to come up with like routines or things to like floor exercises and things to do uh that would last like 30 minutes and then okay then the next group would come in for 30 minutes and it was like a full like six hour day and then I think the oldest we got was like to like fifth or sixth grade so they wanted to do cooler stuff and so we'd have them do like handstands or something but that was probably the one and only time I was like I am so out of okay so out of my comfort like I just want to get paid so cool (laughs) okay now that you say that so it it wasn't a job so I I kind of had a similar experience to that but it was when I did volunteering for boys and girls club okay okay so I kind of had the same thing in the sense where I did step 
And like, I've, I've only <laughs> done step before, like at dub age. And then like, yeah. I think I've done step in like a parade, you know, but again, like someone taught me, like I didn't like teach other people. And so when I originally like did the volunteering thing, cause you have to fill out like a whole application, you do all these things. Mm-hmm. And I said, again, I was like, oh, I can do dance. Like I can do theater, like all these things, you know, whatever. And they were like, okay, perfect. Like we'll have you do dance, like yada, yada, yada. And then they're like, oh, and then we have another person who's going to be in charge of the dance part. You're just going to like help assist. And I was like, okay, cool. And then they're like, all right, now we're actually going to be doing step. And I was like, and then that was kind of the same thing where they're saying to me, okay, well, you can do dance. Like, you know, you can help us like come up with routines. And I was like, all right, let's, let's, let's see. Right. You just are like, all right, we're, we're going to fake it till we make it. And like then, I remember at the end of the summer program, the parents came in for like a yes, little that performance. And I'm like, oh no, <laughs> thank God they were fine with their little kids just on like the, um, those foam things, like helping them do, you know, back bends or whatever. And like, mm-hmm. of course I would assist and do that. But yeah, that Monday through Friday for a whole summer, I was like sweating bullets. One, because mm-hmm. Forker doesn't have air conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> and two because it was just a lot like I would also yeah it was basically like volunteering I mean Mm -hmm. I got paid but it was like a after school like boys and girls club thing because then it was like PE we were doing like games I would help them do it was a really intense really fun experience but I had planned to do like easy dances I'm like I can do this and to be told oh no like you can do gymnastics I'm like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That was, oh man. I, well, and the thing about it though is too, I think from the other perspective as well is like, you know, when you're helping little kids and all those different things, it's not, I think we work it up in our heads like so much, like Mm -hmm. for me, you know, for me when I was doing it, I was like, oh my gosh, like they want this like intense step routine. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to do this, but at the same time, they, they just wanted like so many steps, you know, and granted and mine, like I had a few older kids. So I was like, oh gosh, like they like freaking, they know like what this stuff routine is. And like, they can, they, they can read me it to fill. Oh yeah. I was just like, oh boy, <laughs> this is fun. But like, I just incorporated other dance moves and other things into step. Right. And they were like, oh, this is so cool. Like show us how you did that. And I was like, okay, sweet. I got them hooked. I was like, I'll just put some like hip hop moves in there and like, just make sure we have really good music and like Philly fake it out. I'll, yes. I'll do the things that I'm really good at. Like I can incorporate those and then fake out the other ones. <laughs> and like, they enjoyed it. <laughs> have you watched Abbott elementary Danielle? Yes, I have. Okay. The episode when they do the step, uh, mm-hmm routine oh my god that was so funny yes yes it's yeah it was a it was a an interesting time it was an interesting time but really fun like you said but very very interesting there's all sorts of other shenanigans that happened but it was a fun time yeah I'm like going through my like work history yeah like cashier and like basically whatever at the five and dime pharmacy technician uh hick yeah hick Hickory Park restaurant. I worked at a couple uh, nursing homes and like senior assisted living. An old lady threw a container of jelly at me because she was mad I gave her the wrong flavor. Like mm. things you can't make up. Like right. Or the uh, a Saturday or Sunday after a night of partying, Visha. I work at six a.m. 
and the elevators break. Mm -hmm. And so hung over me having to carry food up and down like two, three flights of stairs. Can you imagine? It was awful. (laughs) Yes. I mean, the amount of times that, yeah, that's just the amount of times when I was just like so tired. Working hungover. Yes. Just like not not my best. Like it was just hot, tired, sticky, cranky, like just kind of like, oh, like, here we go. Oh gosh. So many funny, funny yes. job like, memories. Yeah. Like I think, I think it's also wild too, because I mean, I also did a lot of like volunteering stuff as well like so that's again where it's kind of like I think about again in like the job experience aspect of things is like I did so many different volunteer things like the boys and girls club stuff I did like um phone calling for like voter registration stuff I did like you know the stuff with the signs I would go to like people's houses and like ask them if they're gonna vote like I did all that yes you and and your political family yeah like I had like that whole volunteering side of things and you know (laughs) I just just remember (laughs) when I was really little uh my mom would volunteer at Grinch she worked at um uh, a base a state hospital but was renamed a resource center. So she worked with seniors who had like developmental disabilities um, and did recreational therapy with them. Anyway, they used to do a summer, like summer fest is what they called it, which basically was a 4th of July, like celebration. Well, for their little parade, my mom volunteered us. We were pooper scoopers behind the horses and I was maybe seven oh, <laughs> eight and so that was my first volunteer experience was being a damn pooper scooper but <laughs> apparently I got to throw out more candy and my mom did all the like cleaning so but we were right behind a fucking horse <laughs> no like none of that sounds ideal whatsoever no 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 Yep, I can't say that my volunteering yeah. experiences were like that. I was gonna say you got like cool political experience, whereas my mom would like again single picking parent, bring shit. her everywhere, picking up shit, throwing candy in a parade, or I got to put on temporary tattoos at these like little festivals for her work because my grandma was probably busy and couldn't watch me, so I had to go with her. Yes. Hey, That's, I mean. I mean yeah. single parent life I was going to all these political things <laughs> like that was that was my single parent life <laughs> like, uh, single parent life pooper scooper volunteer I also went to this is not a job but went to my mom's she was a part of like a stamp club that met once a week and so I was easily the youngest by like 60 years <laughs> and <laughs> I got to make like stamp arts and crafts with these old women. That's amazing. That's amazing. Small town fairy Iowa. Love it. <laughs> See, that's good. Yeah. I mean. Bill's character. It, it does. It does. It's like a, it's a funny and, and also it also cracks me up too, because like, it, again, if you think about our personalities in a funny way, like, because you were doing like artsy things, like putting like stamps together and stuff. Where, like, I was sitting in, like, boardrooms in a corner, like, just, like, coloring. While Businessy, I was, yeah. Yeah, while I was just listening to, like, all these, like, things go on. 
And oh my gosh, Danielle. Yes. This isn't even job related, but (laughs) like when my mom would take me to auctions, Mm -hmm. I would have like a backpack of stuff. And like, Mm -hmm. because podcast things were out, like I would have a book, a Game Boy, a notebook, like just to keep myself busy. All this stuff. I mean, again, that's why I always laugh about it now where I feel like people laugh about me in my adult life about this, but I always have a backpack with me that yep. has all the stuff in it that I need because that's the same. I would go to all these things and I'd have like my party backpack basically <laughs> that had all these like things in it where it's like, and books, it had candy, it had, you know, colors, it had like, it had figurines, like all these just random things in the yes. little backpack. It's like, okay, good thing Danielle has her backpack. She's good, you know? She's good. I so, mean, I pack a backpack for Eli all the time too mm-hmm. um, I mean oh I gosh. still have so an adult backpack you know oh, I mean, I mean like, yeah that's where I carry my laptop in and then right. books and things and notebooks um, and coloring books and journal <laughs> yeah I mean when I go so we basically still go, yes when I go to parties I bring a party backpack the party backpack has like booze in it and then it has like card games and it has like candy in it and things like that like it's an adult party pack adult party <laughs> That is amazing because same. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't realize that formed us. So that is hilarious. So I have my party backpack so I can go sit in a corner again and chat for me. I can have fun wherever I'm going. I just have my little backpack that takes me where I need to go and I'm good. Always prepared. Always. And heck, that's why you're game commissioner because you had so much time to perfect all these damn games. Mm-hmm, right? I was, I mean, I was playing solitaire by myself when I was like, I just playing solitaire, downloaded, playing I downloaded solitaire <laughs> on my phone and I've been playing it. I'm like, man, I forgot how much I love this game. Mm-hmm. Or like on the computers, like playing Minesweeper forever. Yep. Like, I never um, understood it. I just pushed buttons. Yeah, it was yeah. wild. And like when, I mean, again, we always go down a 90s rabbit hole. But if you think about playing always. like Snake, like on your phone. Yeah, Tetris, mm-hmm. Frogger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm sure there's apps. Yeah, there has to be yeah. apps to play those games. There has um, to be. I'm curious, Danielle, do you have, like when you were little, was there ever like a job? You're like, oh, I want to do that when I get old. Like, not like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Like. Was there like a job that as a teenager you thought you would do? Um, I feel like, and I mean, I think, again, I think this is just because of my environments. I thought, I thought I wanted to be a doctor because I thought it was like so cool to like walk into places and be like, I'm a doctor, you know, and yeah, like help yeah. people and like stuff like that. Um, So I would say that was something that I thought about. I also thought that it would be really cool to be on Broadway or something. Like, I think that was another thing, like, cause I would watch shows and I'd watch, you know, live audience stuff. And I'd be like, oh my gosh, it'd be so cool to be on stage, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think those are like the two jobs that I think that yeah. really like caught my attention. I, to this day, I'm surprised I didn't do it, but I really wanted to be a lifeguard, uh, mm. like as a teenager but I was scared to do the lifeguard training because, and I don't know if they do it, but I had in my mind that like to do the like life-saving training, I Mm -hmm. thought that everyone had to like be on that, like flat board orange thing had to be rescued. And Mm -hmm. like one of my biggest fears is to drown. So not doing it. Mm -hmm. And I know they do something like, but 
I'm a great, I mean, I'm a great swimmer. I, I was at the pool all the time. I thought I would work at the rec center in our hometown and never did. I don't think I ever wanted to be a lifeguard because I didn't like how early they had to wake up. And when I was, (laughs) when I was younger, I, not that I like, didn't wake up that early. Like I wasn't like an early riser type of kid. Like I I was surprisingly. mm -mm, mm -mm, I was not like, I was, I mean, I've, I've told the stories about how, like when my mom would wake me up for school, I would go like sleep in the bathroom kind of thing. So, I mean, like, I was just not like an early, right. There was a point in time where like, sometimes I would wake up at like noon or like one oh, or something Yeah, I like never, that. I never slept in. Like if I yeah. slept to nine, it was sleeping in. Mm-hmm. Granted, I wanted to sleep in later so I didn't have to go to 8 a.m. church. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. but yeah, like, I mean, I had swim, pra- swim meet practice in the summer at like 7 a.m. Monday through Friday. <sighs> yeah, that's, that is what I did not want to do. Like yeah. I had, like when I was in tennis, like our tennis practice, I think was like at eight thirty nine, and that was like really early. But I knew like people who did lifeguarding and like swimming had to go like super super early, and I did not mm-hmm. want to do that. <laughs> a lot, well, and see, a lot of our lifeguards and our well, yes, obviously there had to be a lifeguard for the swimming practice, like when they were there, or like the older people like to go water walking <laughs> in yeah. the morning. But a lot of the shifts, like they worked like one to eight, like mm. so. I was like, man, that'd be perfect, but. Yeah. I mean, I loved when like someone had a pool party birthday party. Like I had, I think two of them, I want to say, but I loved it. Cause it, when you'd have like the night swim and it'd be like, Oh, it's my birthday yeah. party. And you'd be at the birthday thing all day. And then it'd be like, Oh, it's getting nighttime. And you're like jumping off the diving boards, like in the water when it's nighttime. It's oh like, yeah. So much fun. Oh, I had so many birthday parties at the rec center. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So many. And there was a, a couple of years there where they had like this giant floaty thing that you could climb. It, it literally looked like a giant horse. Like it was mm-hmm. humongous. And you'd slide, like get up top and I, it could fit like 10 kids at the top. And then there were slides and things you'd jump in this random rec <laughs> What do you do? Yeah. Yeah. That's I had a lot of birthdays at that rec center. Yeah. Yeah. I... Yeah, I only had a couple, but it was like at the actual like pool because it like because was your rec center like basically at like the gym essentially in a sense. So yeah, the rec center in Perry, I mean, pretty intense. Like, it's a giant building that has, uh, has the gym, a gym indoor oh, has gotcha. some outdoor things, but it has an indoor a giant indoor pool so all year long. Um, and then there's like it's a huge there's a huge park with. Um, obviously different playgrounds and stuff, um, mm-hmm. but had different weight rooms, racquetball, like it was yeah. pretty intense building. Yeah. yeah. That was like when, that was at like our YMCA, like that was like, it separate. basically was a miniature mm-hmm. Y. Yeah. yeah. And then the pool was like at our community pool. Like it was like, you would go to where the pool was and it was like only the outside pool kind of thing. Yeah. No, yeah. Ours was all together. I was pretty nice. lucky growing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. The Y. Oh man. I spent a lot of time at the Y. It was a fun time. <laughs> I, a lot of time we, at the rec. Mm-hmm. We played racquetball once and I broke the, so basically I hit the racquetball up into like too high up oh, and it like yeah. hit a clock and then the clock like fell. <laughs> oh, sh- and then it probably was so loud in that, so loud. In that room. Oh my God. So loud. It was, intense. I was always scared. I'd get locked in. Mm, yeah. Those rooms. It was they fun. really, 
It was fun. It was fun. I remember when we had one of Steven's practices in the racquetball court. Yes. I remember mm-hmm. that too. Mm-hmm. 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 So we went from jobs to, to the Y, to the rec jobs center. to the Y, to the rec. <laughs> I, yeah, I really want to. I want to get back into lap swimming because I really love it. <laughs> yeah. One day. One day. You can do it at any time, Abby. Yeah. I know when I moved to, I mean, Iowa, Des Moines has some, it's, there's a lot of new things. Like I can do aerial fitness there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, before I moved up, I tried pole fitness a few times. That was fun. I could do that. I can go do swimming. I can do, I could go to yoga or I could teach yoga again mm-hmm. you know like I guess mm-hmm. there was another job but um yeah I'm I'm excited to just get back into some fun things that are offered there activities activities <sighs> yeah, I could, maybe I'll join a well, a kickball league like you Danielle could. or you can join like a volleyball league or a bowling oh. league <laughs> I, I actually cannot stand volleyball I tried it once I tried once in fifth grade and I broke my glasses. So I just don't do it. <laughs> so ever since then, you're like, no. And no. I hurt my forearms. Oh, no. I hate it. <laughs> I was that girl. Like, there were some sports that I enjoyed doing in PE. But mm. for the most part, I hated PE. Yeah. You already know I hated the run. I know. I know. I hated the... uh president's physical fitness test like I was good at the flexibility part but the pull-ups I was always embarrassed because I I can't do a pull-up mm-hmm. so then I had to just sit there and like hold strong arm like see how long I could hold myself <laughs> <laughs> like CP was like one of my favorites like if someone were to ask me like oh what was your favorite at certain times I'd be like oh P because one I got to be like active and run around and I also got to talk to people like I didn't have to like sit around and just like sit in class I got to like socialize with people during PE and there's like laughter that's what recess is for <laughs> I mean but like we weren't having recess in like middle school necessarily you know what I mean like true true true, true. <laughs> like, true. and that's what recess was for but I still like to do at recess I would like run around or I would talk to people and so it's just like that's another version of that, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I would have said my favorite class, like school subject, was reading or English or something, which is yeah. funny because I can hardly pay attention to reading now. <laughs> I, know. I know, little Abby. Re- oh. Reading was my second, so it's like it again is my the it's way your personality. my brain, It's the way my brain is. It's like it's very like hyperactive and then it's not and then and then I would say like science would be like one well, of my other ones too and then I my least favorite was science and yet like my <laughs> profession is very science I, it's more social sciences I guess mm-hmm. well no I mean the counseling part yes but the actual dietetics I had to do a little, lot of chemistry and biology so that mm-hmm. was fun once I got past those we were fine but yeah <laughs> all the things we do for jobs mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all the things do you have an Instagram versus reality? Uh, well, because you're asking me, does that mean you have one or no? no. Because okay. I because I'm not you. you know, that's what I do. <laughs> yeah, no. I when I ask, I truly, truly mean it. She can be right through me. <laughs> um, I think the only thing that came to mind was it's such BS that 
like Iowa's minimum wage is still 725. Like, I think that just burned my gears when I heard, when I learned that yesterday. Yes. That, that is still like, I mean, and it's not even really a good Instagram versus reality because on the front, it's shitty. And in mm-hmm. real life, it's shitty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> but like mm-hmm. everywhere else has, I mean, like, it's like, I think 15, it's like literally double. Yes. <laughs> yes. And sure, the cost of living in Iowa is less, but it's not that much less. Well, also, I just, I just don't understand why it hasn't moved. I mean, granted, I guess like there are states that would put in like major petitions for that. And then, I mean, it's legitimately like something that they've really, really fought for. Whereas like, it just seems like Iowa is just kind of still going the steady course. Cause like if those other states wouldn't have done that, they'd still be at the same, you know what I mean? So right. it's just, obviously it's not as big of a, I don't know, maybe it's, is it, I don't know. Is it just cause they think there's so many other ways to like make money because it's like all the farming and all the stuff. So they're just kind of like, they don't need to pay people as much. I don't, I don't know. know. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess the way I can phrase this Instagram versus reality is like, you know, the belief that someone can survive a full-time job and live at yeah. seven twenty-five an hour. And the reality is those people are working three jobs mm-hmm. <laughs> or apparently their children now have to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. which and granted like I knew not that I'm saying that this is how it's okay because this is how it's been but I did know a lot of families in my hometown who like if they had immigrated right from other countries like it kind of was the expectation that the kids not only went to school but then worked Mm -hmm. you know whether it was for the uh family business or worked at the like meatpacking plant or work and again not saying that it should be like that but that it's almost like oh that's kind of how it's always been so it's okay it's still no like that just it's a a continuous cycle to not like help people better themselves right and it's just I just feel like it's hard because I've obviously this is coming from like a very privileged place but I think it's also like I feel like people should be able to get the have that choice to be in school to be able to not have to work if they're in school. I mean, like I was oh, yeah, definitely I people who dropped out because they had to take care of their family. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's like, I mean, I was definitely very blessed in the sense that like when I was right. going through high school and everything, I didn't have to have a job. Like my aunt and my mom weren't like, yeah, you need to get a job. They were kind of like, we want you to be a kid. Like you're going to be an adult your whole life. So, you know, and also yeah. I was just very involved in a lot of things. So I wouldn't really have been able to really have a job, but it sucks. It's hard for like others that aren't able to have that luxury, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's, that's where I'm going to leave it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. Love it. Well, uh, we'll be back great again. Combo. Of we'll be back again. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, thanks everyone. Thanks, everybody. Let us know what you think. Love you. Bye. And that's our show. Thank you so much for taking the time during your morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time you did to listen. But we would love to hear more from you. We'd love to hear more from you. So make sure you join us on Facebook at Real Life Podcast with Abby and Danielle. And like and subscribe to our podcast. If you're not an Apple user, we are actually on Spotify as well. But on Apple, you can leave us a review. But don't forget to leave us a review on Facebook as well. 